0: and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, welcome back. I hope you guys have had a beautiful week. We are here with the Q&A section from last week. So without further ado, let's get started. So let's answer some questions. I know we're on TikTok here. So you have PCOS. I started a gluten and dairy-free diet, but my OBGYN is calling that a fad diet. Instead, she recommends the Mediterranean diet. So this is a perfect example of a really shitty diet advice. Like This type of stuff really pisses me off. Like we just talked about before, there's no perfect diet out there. And a Mediterranean diet is a fad diet if you really want to go there as well. With PCOS, first of all, need to know the type of PCOS you have. That's going to really help and guide you to make those diet and lifestyle changes. And then it's the same. You have to find your food intolerances, the foods that you are intolerant to. If I would have followed a Mediterranean diet because that doctor thought it was the best diet in the world and that's what worked, it would have never worked for me because I'm highly intolerant to a lot of things on the Mediterranean diet and I would have wasted Well, I did. I mean, I followed some advice and I was put on basically a keto diet. I didn't know anything about diet life at that stage. I was just learning. I was basically on a keto diet and it made my cycles go wonky. So the one thing that was working correctly for me in my fertility journey, all of sudden started going wonky and it was crazy and now with the knowledge that i have a keto diet for my body type is one of the worst diets i could have possibly been on so definitely go that's what the fertility food program is i always recommend uh, claire from the pcos nutritionist she's amazing she is a um a classically trained nutritionist and then found that it was not fixing her PCOS. It was making it worse, actually, all the diet and lifestyle advice that these doctors are giving out. Okay, so what are your thoughts on thyroid? After two failed IVF cycles and four rounds of Clomid, my thyroid is off now and I'm hoping to not be on a small dose of meds forever. Okay, so your thyroid is super, super important to your fertility health. It's in the endocrine system. So the endocrine system starts in your brain, goes to your thyroid and goes down to your ovaries. So with the meds and probably the stress you've been under, and I'm I'm sure that you have worked hard on like getting a clean diet. There's probably a lot of inflammation going on. And what happens when you have thyroid issues is your body's basically like all over the place and starts attacking itself. So you just really want to focus on lowering your inflammation. You need to really work with your doctor about thyroid medication. It, it's something you, you just can't get off yourself. I never, ever recommend that. So you just want to be getting your levels checked consistently while you're improving your diet, your lifestyle, your stress levels, your gut health will be really really key to this as you said also conceived after endo changes on my own miracle is now four months oh congratulations yeah just keep going i think you just need to focus on that thyroid health Um, that would be one of your common normal health issues can high white blood cells affect fertility yeah it can do if you are having high white blood cells there's obviously something going on. You need to find why that issue is happening and resolve it that way. Secondary infertility, a thing. Yes, I have secondary infertility. Yeah, secondary infertility to me is a lot like unexplained infertility. Unexplained infertility, we dropped off the cliff before we started trying to have kids. And secondary infertility, you dropped off the cliff after you've had your first or your second child. And this is really, really common now. I think we're gonna see secondary infertility kind of go through the roof because. Having a kid and just everything that comes with it can literally just push you off that little edge. That's all you need is that stress of pregnancy, the stress of having a young one. It's really no joke. So yeah, secondary infertility is all about finding that root cause. It's the same, finding the root cause. What made you go off that edge of your fertility and digging deep into that? So can you speak on spousal support and the fertility journey? Yeah, this is super, super important. And I do feel, I just want to say right off the bat, I do feel for anyone whose spouse is not on board. I know this is a really, really fickle thing. When I decided to change my diet and lifestyle, my husband wasn't on board because he was fine. He was deemed fine. And so I did it on my own for a while. And then I hit the wall because it was really hard to watch him kind of eat things in the house or live, I don't know. It was just really hard for me. And so I basically said, if you don't do this with me, I'm not doing IVF again. I can't do this alone. I felt really alone in all of it. So I was lucky that my ultimatum worked. (laughs) I know that it won't work for everyone, but it is really key because you already feel so alone in everything anyways. And I said to him too, I was like, I know that you're deemed fine, but half of our really crappy embryos came from you as well. It can't always just be me. And I said, if we can't do this together, then how are we going to raise kids together? How are we going to go through pregnancy together? So getting that support is super key. I would say if your partner is isn't up for it right away. Start and just do it anyways, and kind of be that beacon of light. And I know that for me, I did all the hard work. I remember sitting at the breakfast table a few months into our diet and lifestyle changes, and my husband had the audacity to say, You know, we're really doing well on this, aren't we? And I just looked at him and went, Yeah, I am doing amazing at this because I was the one doing all the meal prep, I was the one doing all the prep for lunches, I was the one getting up and making all the breakfast, and I just did it because I knew that this is what I wanted. And it eventually paid off. He eventually did start chipping in and doing a lot more of the meal prep or like, you know, every other day cooking breakfast, he really got into it. But it was a struggle. It wasn't an easy like, oh, let's do this together. But yes, I think 100% is very important. And if you can get them on and my husband had fine sperm. And after his diet and lifestyle changes, his sperm went up by millions in all area. So when anyone ever tells me like they're fine I always say nobody wants to be fine you you know like especially when you're dealing with infertility especially when you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for IUIs and IVFs and going through that mental and emotional stress we don't want to be using fine sperm. We definitely want to be using better. So definitely encourage your partner to do it, whether that's like ultimatums, whether that's just being the light, the, the one, be the leader and, you know, hoping that they'll follow suit. So I think that it's super important to get them on board. So, I think that is it for me today. I am actually sweating. <laughs> so, it's really hot in Hawaii with all the doors and the fans off to do this recording. Thank you so much for joining me and for all the questions. Um, I love coming on live. And, oh, one more. What if your spouse has diabetes? how does that play into it so he'll want to support his diabetes um he'll have to do you know the the specific things to help manage his diabetes obviously he's never going to get rid of it i don't know specifically how diabetes affects sperm quality. So you might definitely want to be checking the quality of his sperm and seeing how it goes. Guys are the same too with it takes, I think about 90 days, I think maybe even a little bit more for sperm to mature. So you'll need a solid three months together to improve both sperm and egg quality. So it could be a thing to do together. Which parenting? and childbirth and all that are things you're all going to have to do together so that is like my best top tip is just say that we want to build a family we want to do this together let's start with changing up our diet and our lifestyle and fingers crossed you'll continue that in throughout your pregnancy and then when your babies come keeping up that healthy diet and lifestyle to help better their future help better their health you know help better them not having to go through any issues or decrease their chances epigenetic was a huge reason why I got into the fertility health anyways to impact help impact our our children's lives. It's a real thing. There's translational epigenetics. You know it's not set in stone, but you can have a huge, huge influence, a positive influence on your unborn children. So this extends far beyond just getting pregnant. And I think when you go through this journey and for anyone who has unfortunately caught the two pink lines and it didn't go as planned, you know that there is a whole nother aspect of of your journey when you do become pregnant um and that's once again where the mental and emotional health come in all right beautiful have a wonderful day thank you so much for joining me and hopefully we'll connect next week bye thank you once again for tuning in to the finding fertility podcast if you're loving this podcast please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family i hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.